I'd like to thank the Lord for allowing me to be here on this Holy Sabbath day. I thank him for blessing each and every one of us and allowing you to be here. And also those who are joining us by way of video conferencing, we thank the Lord. We thank the Lord for this uh, wonderful temple that he has given us to worship in. And also, let me also uh, ask the Lord to bless all of you that will be watching this presentation, this testimony, by way of a website. Today I have the opportunity to talk about the writings of the Apostle Paul. Please excuse my voice. I'm losing my voice a little bit, but I'm sure I can get through this presentation. We're going to talk about his writings. Removing the stumbling blocks, a deeper look and examination of the writings of the Apostle Paul. Many of the churches of the world often use Paul's writings as an excuse, a crutch, an explanation to annul the commandments of God. They, in many cases, have taken the seventh day and made it into the first day. They have taken a day that God sanctified in its entirety and advocate perhaps coming out to worship maybe a couple of hours and really doing anything on that particular day that they do on the other days. They have supplanted the Lord's holy feast days, such as the Passover, Pentecost, Tabernacles, and replaced them with pagan traditions and customs such as Sunday, Easter, and Christmas. And they have completely done away with the dietary law that God established for his children to eat. And so, did Apostle Paul annul, did he nullify the word of God? Did he or in fact, was he a strong advocate of keeping the commandments of God by way of the power that came by the blood and body of Jesus Christ? Well, first of all, let us take a look at the word. We have what is referred to as the Old Testament or the Old Covenant. We have also the New Testament, sometimes referred to as the New Covenant. One has to do with the blood of animals, and the other has to do with the blood of Christ. And we know that that lamb that the children of Israel sacrificed in the wilderness on the 14th day of evening, it represented our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. And so again, I find it extremely puzzling that people would say, the churches of the world would say that Paul, who was a devout follower of Jesus Christ, did anything to annul the commandments of God. We know that Lord Jesus called Paul to his work to be a great and formidable teacher of the Gentiles. This is the same Jesus that said, if he loved me, keep my commandments. This is the same Jesus Christ when that wealthy person came to him as it talks about it in Matthew chapter 19 
When he asked him, what must I do to enter into life? He told him to keep the commandments. The same Jesus who said, blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have a right to the tree of life. And so I contend that Paul was a powerful advocate of Lord Jesus, but he emphasized the power of his spirit and how it allowed us all to worship indeed in spirit and in truth as God had commanded us to do. And so let's take a look at some of the scriptures that are often, I just made a list of some of them, that are used by people in the world. It says in Romans 6 and 14, for sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. Well, let's look at that. Now, we remember at what many people call the Last Supper. What did the Lord say to his disciples? Did not he say, take, eat, this is my body, drink, this is my blood? Did he not say it is for the remission of sin? To bring sin to an end in your life. And so by doing this, by actually forming that covenant with Christ, indeed, do you not have dominion now over sin? Can you now defeat sin? Indeed, you certainly can. It says also, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. We know from reading the word of God in the scriptures that Paul was talking about, as I said before, that law that pertained to the blood of animals, that pertained to the traditions and customs of people, that law that pertained to ordinances, the washing of vessels and cups, that prevented a man from really walking in the power of Christ's spirit. Now, let's take a look at some more scriptures. Galatians 5 and 18. But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Do you see what he just said? But also Paul said, do we make void the law? No, we establish the law through the word of God. Now, let's take a look here at uh, the book of Romans. I'm going to read just a few scriptures here. Something that Paul said. Beginning in Romans chapter 8, he said, with verse 4, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And he went on to say, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. Now listen, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And he went on to say, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God. Do you hear what he said? He said the carnal mind is enmity God, but he came right back and said, for it is not subject to what? The law of God. That law that Lord Jesus talked about. The keeping of God's commandments. All right. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Now let's take a look at the Apostle Paul. Because in doing this research, and even before, it is apparent to me that he is someone who championed the law of God. And not tried to nullify it. But you must understand that Paul was sent out 
on a mission and a journey to over offset the doctrine of the Pharisees. Remember what the Lord said about the doctrine? He told the disciples, beware of the doctrine or the leaven of the Pharisees interpreted to be their doctrine. And Paul set out to do the same thing. Now, the Pharisees were a set that were in power at the time that Lord Jesus walked this earth. And also at the time when the apostles were doing their ministry. I want, if sister, if you could read the first scripture, Mark. Mark 7, 5 to 9. Then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, Why walk not thy disciples according to the tradition of the elders, but eat bread with unwashing hands? He answered and said unto them, Well hath Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Howbeit in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, ye hold the tradition of men as the washing of pots and cups, and many other such like things ye do. And ye, he said unto them, Full well ye reject the commandment of God, that ye may keep your own tradition. And so you see that the Pharisees and these other sects, as Christ said, he reproved them. He said they put burdens on the people, burdens that they would not move and lift with their small finger. They had them following out after their traditions. Lord Jesus even reproved them when he uh, told them, why do you condemn my disciples for eating with unwashed hands? Unwashed hands, as he said, does not defile a man. What defiles a man are the things that come forth from his heart. The evil thoughts, adultery, fornication, covetousness. These are the things that defile a man. And so, as Lord Jesus was conveying to the people that they should worship in spirit and in truth, so did the Apostle Paul. Now, people talk about Paul undoing the Sabbath day. Well, Paul was really, again, a champion of the Sabbath day. He went into the synagogues and taught on the Sabbath day. If you read throughout the book of Acts, you will see this, but I want Sister Evelyn to read just a small bit for me, please. Acts 18, 3 and 4. And because he was of the same craft, he abode with them and wrought, for by their occupation they were tent makers. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. Amen. And so you can see that by his actions, he was an advocate of the Sabbath day, and he taught people to keep that very thing. And so, again, I am stunned when people talk about Paul undoing the law. Now, another scripture that many people in the Sunday churches, the various religions of the world like to go to is found in Colossians 2 and 14. It says, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took out of the way, nailing it to the cross. I have run across many situations where people say, well, that was nailed to the cross. 
You don't have to do that anymore. But if you look at, again, Paul's writings, let's just examine that. Let's go on uh, a little further. You will find that Paul, just as the Lord said to the children of Israel in the wilderness, Hear ye, O Israel, the Lord God is one God, and you shall love the Lord with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Apostle Paul also advocated that. The Apostle Paul said that circumcision is of the heart and not of the flesh. He also stated that circumcision is nothing and uncircumcision is nothing but the keeping of the commandments. And so here in this word, let me conclude by saying this. This is directly from Paul's writing. It said, Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink, or in respect of a holy day, or of a new moon, or of the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body of Christ. Indeed, he was telling those people, Do not allow the Pharisees and these different sects to heap their traditions and customs on you. Don't let them tell you how to keep the Sabbath day. God has told you how to keep it. Don't let allow them to put these ordinances, these vain ordinances off on you, which have nothing to do with worshiping God in spirit. And I say to all of you that we must not also allow people to tell us how to serve. Let me conclude by having you read what Peter said, please. 2 Peter 3, 15 and 16. An account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul also, according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, and which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. And so you see, Peter did warn the people about those who would go into Paul's writings looking for a crutch, looking for a way to get out of doing the Word of God. And so let me continue on by saying here that we cannot allow the churches of the world to judge us in Sabbath day. Because we choose to keep the seventh day instead of the first day. 